At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right! All right! This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's... In the bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb? In the bonus. I like when you guys listen. You know, just on the radio, I said, hey, switch over to In the Bonus. And you did. You're like, ooh, that's cool. Uh, I woke up today and, you know, look, why do we have radio producers? They do a lot of stuff that, you know, like John Ramos, our technical director. So there's tons of things he does. That Jason and I are like, I don't even know how to do that, right? Uh, Jason does things generally in terms of booking guests and controlling. I, you know, he's kind of the puppeteer where I'm the puppet. Um, but 
also what he's great at is kind of fleshing out topics and ideas. And Jason, I thought you came up with like the juxtaposition of the two probably biggest stories of the day, um, which are Draymond Green not going to be suspended back with the team tomorrow and Devontae Adams being charged with a misdemeanor. And if you had to go, which one of these was an assault, that would be Draymond Green. Which one of these was nothing, and he should be with his team at practice, whatever, that would be Devontae Adams. And yet the opposite, I mean, Devontae Adams with his team and the NFL is <clears throat> investigating. But the idea of those two things, that comparison, that was a brilliant one for me this morning. Oh, you were giving me credit, and you yeah. wanted me to acknowledge it on the air, and yeah. uh, I will do both of those. Yeah. And uh, and I also want to agree with you that John Ramos does things that we don't even know about that makes us sound great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the best part about Ramos. Like, how do you do that? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But I do know somebody who does know that would be John Ramos. All right, let's, let's, let's break down those two stories. Let's start with the Devontae Adams thing. What the fuck, Kansas City? Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I don't even, I don't even, I don't understand any of this, right? Like, we're to this point where whatever you think of Devontae leaving the field and running into the dude, which is what happened. He ran into him. My bad. Um, I don't actually think he was at fault, yet he, he clearly stated he was sorry on both social media and uh, in, what is it, old media, right? Old media in front of his locker. Like, right afterwards, like, man, I just, hey, I'm sorry. I ran into that guy. I didn't see him. He came out of nowhere, which is what the video shows. So we've now gotten to the place where security did not do their job right? in either half halftime or, or end of game. There should not be anyone, anyone, even credentialed, walking when the play across when the players are walking. You dumbass, right? If anything, that guy should actually lose his job. You dumbass, get out of the way. That's what everybody in football actually thinks. You should not be there. And Devontae ran into him, laha. And then they pushed him in the locker room. Then he said, My bet. Like, regardless of if you think Devontae Adams' actions were right or wrong or you're indifferent towards them. He did, in fact, apologize. My bad. Which, it should be pointed out, the guy who got run over didn't apologize because you're, you're in the wrong place, dude. You don't have right away. And yet he, his answer was to sue? And then Kansas City, Missouri is going to give a misdemeanor to Devontae? Like, what the fuck are we doing? How is that in any way? And he, he, like, he apologized. Right? So if you do something like, I don't know. I don't know where how you grew up, but generally when I grew up, like, yeah, it's even close. You just apologize, right? Plus, you know, I was married for twenty years. So I mean, like, right? You wake up as a guy and you apologize. I'm sorry. What for? I don't know. I'm gonna be do something stupid today or something you to be stupid. So, I, I, I just, how did we get to this place? How? And and forgive me, but I thought. I just thought, you know, Kansas City was a place that they like to claim they're anti-Karen. But you're being Karens. A city full of Karens. <laughs> what would you like to know about Karen Boydston? Oh, look at that. My my series even said somebody named Karen who was in a, in a contact or whatever. 
how did we get to this place where this is our answer to things? This is the thing that people make fun of. They make fun of Californians for that, don't they? Right? All you guys do is have lawyers and sue everybody. Like, that's kind of what you're doing there in Kansas City, Missouri. It was a football game. Guy was leading the field. Accidentally ran into somebody. Said he was sorry. We move on. But the city tried to, I just, I don't even know. I can't even. So the overreach, is that the word I'm looking for? The overreach of Kansas City police. And the pound of flesh that Kansas City fans want. Like, hey, how about the people who are throwing bottles on the field? And this wasn't like a reaction. It wasn't like he like pushed the guy down, gave people the finger like, ah! He just trying to leave the field, ran into a dude. I don't, I don't even, like, I, I, I can't even conceptualize a full-grown man going, I was assaulted. I, I, equally hard, or maybe harder to conceptualize, is a police department with real crimes and real things going on. Understanding what's supposed to take place at the end of a football game. Look, when you work for the NFL, and that guy... Whoever his name is, works for the NFL. You're on that field, you work for the NFL. With the difference in college football and pro football is in terms of number of people on the sidelines is gigantic. By the way, I think one of the reasons the guy's probably suing is because he knows he'll never be on an NFL sideline again. I'm not credentialing that dude. He can't follow the simple instruction of stay the hell out of the way. That's the only, you do whatever you got to do. You, but when you go, so I did, you guys know I did a sideline game for Fox. And I got a call from during the game. My cell phone is blowing up because I'm on the sideline and there's a yellow line. Go look at any NFL game. There's a yellow line. Inside that yellow line, the only people that step inside that yellow line, no matter if you're credentialed or not, are players and officials and coaches and personnel. No one else. And so, if you go back and watch, it was Miami versus the Bears. Bears were good. Got off to an undefeated start. And uh, the Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill got hurt while we were at practice. Right? And um, uh, what's my, what's the dude's name? God. Six foot seven quarterback, Arizona State. Uh, drafted by the Broncos. Uh, but flamed out there. And... Uh, because he knew the system, Peyton system, right? That Gase was running down in Miami. That's why he got he got to Miami. What, what's the guy's name? Why am I forgetting? Jay Stu, any idea? Um, I remember he had a huge payday. Brock was Osweiler. it Brock Osweiler? Yeah. Brock Osweiler. So Brock Osweiler came in and won the game. Anyway, mid-game, my cell phone's buzzing. And I'm like trying, you know, I got uh, IFB in. I'm talking to the truck, trying to get ready for the next story, next sideline pop. And it's... It said, under no uncertain terms, stay the F off the field. And I'm like, I'm not on the field. Like, what are you talking? like if you put a foot on the yellow line, because the yellow line is that's how the, the games are cropped and shot. So there's not some idiot like me in a blue suit with a microphone where you can see him. And I'm like, I had the greatest time, like, reacting to plays. It's so much different down there in the field. You're listening to stuff. And it was awesome. But they will tell you, like, look, dude, this is running of the bulls. When halftime comes, you go and grab one coach and stay the hell out of the way and, and walk with him and talk with him, right? And then you go to the other locker room and you walk out with the other coach and then you do a stand-up quick interview and then you go on about your business. So everybody knows that guy was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And what is the answer to it? 
when Devontae apologized for run, bumping into the dude, he's going to sue, and Kansas City, Missouri is going to charge him with a misdemeanor assault. Sorry, I can't have any sort of, like, and I'm not even, an, uh, I'm, I'm not one of these anti-police dudes, like, I'm just not. I know there's policemen that have gigantic egos, and they're on a power trip, but I also know it's a really hard job to do. This is completely far afield from that. This is, this comes down to, uh, trying to get a, some sort of political win and so yeah we ran into our guy like dude this is the stupidest shit i've ever heard literally literally if you, you think know? about it there's a there's a, a money value at the end of this there's a there's going to be a settlement and the kansas city police department and by extension the district attorney right i don't think you could bring charges against somebody without the da signing right. off on it Correct. they're complicit in just trying to get one of their citizens paid they, they they're trying to drive out drive up the settlement costs it seems because this is the most frivolous thing you're ever going to see in court it's never going to get to court uh here's here's uh brian who's from addison texas and Brian actually has over a thousand followers. Really, Doug? From this angle, Adams is a piece of shit, and you are too. What are you even talking about? Like, what is the matter with people? <laughs> Devon- At least he brought you in on it, so that's good. Um, yeah, like, I want you to think about this for a second. Devontae Adams has been in the league, what, close to a decade? Is that about right? I'm not even not even looking at his, his stats. Right? Sounds right. Yep. Okay. Let, let's just say here's a dude who's in any conversation of the best in the business. Okay. At what he does. There has literally never been a negative story about the guy at a position where there's plenty of negative stories about him. He's been in the league since 2014. So this is his, this is his 10th season. Okay. His 10th season. There has been zero negative stories about him. He took less money to return home to play for the team and a dear close college friend at quarterback. He lost a frustrating game. He pounded his helmet. He had his helmet on like you're supposed to. By the way, everything Devontae Adams did is exactly as you're supposed to do, which is get up, put your helmet on, put your bonnet on, strap your chin strap, shake hands, get off the field in a timely manner. And we're going to charge him with a, like, what the... What is going on? Like, what's the matter with you, Kansas City? Who's the district attorney? Let me look it up. District attorney. Is he running for office? Yeah, to quote uh, the movie Fletch, somebody's bucking for a promotion. Yeah. It's probably that Penner-ass Hanrahan. Mark Dupree Sr. Mark Dupree Sr. That's the Wyandotte County, fourth largest county in the state of of Kansas. That's the district attorney in Kansas City. You're a fucking joke. That's what you are. Like, really? Again, if you want to charge people with assault, charge people who are throwing bottles at Raiders players as they're walking off the field in the first half. Those are the people. Like, that's a, like a, go through the video footage, you have it, and go like, hey, that guy threw a bottle, we're going to charge him with simple misdemeanor assault. All right. Won't happen again. All right. And I understand these are, I think, plastic bottles, right? They can't do a ton of harm, especially if you have a helmet on. But 
you don't have a helmet on, you're a personnel, like that thing hurt, hits you, it hurts like hell. And oh yeah, by the way, you don't throw the shit at people. What do we, how have we devolved into this as the answer? Right? Like if Devontae Adams sees a dude and he's just standing there and he's like 20 yards away and he runs up and he just plows him and he stands over the top and goes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And walks over him like, was it Draymond Green who walked over? That, that's why he got suspended in the NBA finals, right? If you like walk over a dude afterwards, like, yeah, that, that okay. You want to do misdemeanor yourself for that? Fine. I, I just, I don't even know. Then you got Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors, like in classic, this is like classic California fashion. We're going to have a bunch of meetings and talk it out. Right? Like group therapy. Well, uh, Draymond had a meeting and Steph had a meeting and there were players only meetings. And then we talked in a meetings like, oh my God, I can't. Like Draymond, everybody should be pissed at Draymond, not just for knocking his own teammate out, but for causing us to have all these stupid meetings. Has anybody said like, that was a great meeting. Hey boss, thanks for calling us all in on a Monday. Really appreciate it. The coffee was fantastic and just incredibly insightful. Right. <laughs> but they're not going to do anything. He's fine. How much? It said we're keeping that private. He missed a couple preseason games. Honestly, the punishment should be he has to play every minute of the preseason, right? Shouldn't it be? He has to play every minute of the preseason. I don't know. I still think the Warriors are fine, uh, but it just adds a weird... You know, when people get into it, it's, it's the reason that you can't have, you know, you don't have relationships with people that you work with directly. It's the same reason that you, if you have a beef with somebody, like I had a, here's one, here's a story, Jay Stu, that, that uh, you don't know. So when I was at ESPN, this is years ago, I was doing a show called Game Night. And there were two crews for Game Night. There was weekday Game Night. That was mine. That was me and Chuck Wilson. We did six hours, Monday through Thursday. And then there was another crew, it was John Seibel and Freddie Coleman. Freddie's still there. And that was weekend game night. And I think they did six hours. I don't know, but they only did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? So there were times in which we had to have some fill-ins and people have time off. And I'm not going to say the name of an ESPN guy who filled in, but over the radio, uh, if you were listening, it might sound like we had the same voice. And I was fairly new to the business at the time. Because I had played and I did TV, I was a little bit bigger name or known commodity than the guy I was co-hosting with. And um, so we're doing an interview with somebody who's fairly big. It might have been, like, I might even been Matt Leinert, right? And Leinert, the backstory is Leinert's an Orange County guy, an Orange County guy. He actually, uh, as a future modern day star came to a couple of my high school games. I played at the a big public school in uh, close to modern day. Anyway, I think we we're talking with Matt Leinart and he, when my partner asked a couple of questions, his answer was, well, Doug, Doug, it was like, there was a one person interview. You know, sometimes guys hang up from an interview and they say, or they always say guys, even though there's one person, you're like, okay, they have no idea who they were talking to or what they're talking about. In this particular case, Matt knew me and answered every question, the affirmative of me. So um, we get done with the interview and this cat I'm doing the show with, he slams down the headphones and pushes away the microphone as we go to break. 
And he was like, this is bullshit. It's like I don't even exist. You know, if I if I want to ask a follow, you know, some guys, they don't like you to ask follow up questions because like like somehow there's an ego involved in the I ask one, you ask one, I ask one, you ask one. I just asked a question. I was a simple follow up. You ask one, a simple follow up, ask it like no big deal. Anyway, he threw a royal fit. It was not confrontational towards me, but clearly wasn't enjoying it. And it, I didn't think it was any of my own doing. I remember distinctly one of my bosses having this conversation where he was like, can you guys work together? Cause they, he had heard about it. I was like, yeah, it's just weird. He's like, what do you mean it's weird? I was like, I don't know the guy. I, I don't know if he doesn't like working with me, but it's not like we're talking during breaks or we're collegial in any way. And he got really upset that somebody thought his voice was my voice. So we never worked together again. And that's kind of where I think the, like the Draymond Jordan Poole thing I mean, they're going to have to work together, but it just puts a pail over everything. You know, like if, if Jordan Poole goes off and plays well and Draymond comes up and hugs him, you're like, yeah, that seems fake. Or if Jordan Poole plays poorly and Draymond comes, puts his arm around him, you're like, mm, that feels fake. But here we are. And I woke up today and got a, a call from Jason Stewart. And it was a really good one. The, the juxtaposition of those two things. One being called a simple assault and the other one being called nothing and it being the opposite of what common sense is. That's where we are in 2022. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. 
I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. List of the day on the, on the uh, In the Bonus podcast. Here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio is our top 10 in college football. Number 10. Penn State. Uh, we're a couple weeks away from the Ohio State matchup, but they've taken on all comers and remain undefeated. Penn State looks like the third best team in the Big Ten. The The good thing for Penn State, they got, they got Ohio State on their home field. I think that's the 29th of October. Yeah. So we're not far away from finding out who Penn State is, and maybe who Ohio State is, will keep them at 10. Number nine. Clemson. Uh, better than last year. I don't know if they're fully back, but so far, so good. Survive Wake Forest. Continue to find ways to score more points. I thought they did a really good job against NC State. A team that's, that's pretty talented. Put Clemson at nine. Number eight. Newcomer to the polls, UCLA. They played nobody in the non-conference. I got it. Washington was undefeated. Whooped them. Utah was supposed to win the league. Whooped them. So at some point in time, we got to go, you know, whatever our preseason prognostication was or our feelings about Chip and UCLA, they're wrong. He's done a really good job. He's got a really good physical football team. They out-physicaled Utah, which doesn't usually happen in the Pac-12. Number seven. SC. Put SC at seven. Um, They're good enough. There's some holes there. I know they dominated Fresno State, but... Hayner got hurt, and I think it would have been a much better game had he not gotten hurt. Um, obviously, SC with Jordan Addison and uh, Caleb Williams, you got a dynamic one-two combination. They can run the football as well. I don't know if their physical can stop anybody, but I, I like them. I'll put them at seven. Number six. Oklahoma State. We're getting the meat of the schedule for the Cowboys. They just beat Baylor at Baylor, returned home, and kind of survived Texas Tech at home. The defense has been good in spots. The offense has been very good all year. Uh, but they, they got a little bit of a murderer's row here. So they got TCU and then kind of a, a reemergent Texas next week. Um, 
And then we're still, you know, mid-November, you got Oklahoma. That'll, that's always a hard game for Oklahoma State, no matter how poorly Oklahoma's playing. But Oklahoma State at six seems about right. Number five. Michigan. Love the quarterback, like the team. Don't know if they're elite. Probably not elite, but just beyond the elite, that's where Michigan sits. Number four. I'm going to put Alabama there. Now, I know Bryce Young wasn't healthy, didn't play. That's why AM was able to keep it close. Don't know if Bryce Young plays. Guessing he does against Tennessee this week. But, I mean, look, with Bryce Young, they need a kind of an incredible Bryce Young play to beat Texas at Texas. I think they're good. I'm not sure they're otherworldly. Number three. Georgia. Still undefeated, still trucking along. Maybe not as dominant as we would have thought in the non-conference uh, or even in conference play, but uh, they're right there. And with Tennessee playing Alabama, water will find its level. They win their game. Um, you know, only two of those three will survive. Number two. I'm going to put Tennessee there. No, none of it is because I want to see Clay Travis's team get all the hype and then lose. Maybe a little bit. Um, but I think they're legitimately very, very good. I mean, they went down to LSU and just kicked the crap out of them. That's a good football team. Number one. Ohio State. Ohio State. Going to keep them at one and see where it goes. Um, I think C.J. Stroud's good. I mean, obviously, they're just immensely talented. They have some, they've had some dead spots at times this year, but Ohio State at one seems about right. There's your list of the day. Okay, let's get to what the Fox said. And now. <laughs> What's up, the Fox say? Every day this time on the, uh, the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, In the Bonus brings you, what does the Fox say? That's things we heard on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1, that we wanted to bring back for you. Here's Bob Costas. He had this to say on Dan Patrick about Aaron Judge's 62 home runs. What does 62 home runs mean to you? I think it means what it means to most reasonable, fair-minded baseball fans. It feels legitimate. It feels authentic. Uh, We can speak euphemistically and say it's the Yankee record, it's the American League record, but it's the record for all of baseball history outside of the late 90s and early 2000s. From 98 to 2000, in four seasons, three guys combined to have six seasons of more than 62 home runs. Whereas in the entire history of the game, apart from that, now more than a century since the advent of the lively ball, three guys have done it, and barely so, at 60, 61, and 62. And as I said on the broadcast last night, not taking pot shots at anyone else, there's no need to demonize Barry Bonds, who on his natural merits was one of the greatest players who ever played in any era. Mark McGuire's a good guy. Sammy Sosa brought joy to Wrigleyville. That isn't the point. But if you look at the home runs per time at bat, Judge Ruth Maris are roughly in the same range of a home run once every nine to ten times at bat. If you look at McGuire and Bonds, not so much Sosa, but McGuire and Bonds, they distorted those figures to the point where it became a video game. And when people try to compare them to other generations, well, Ruth played against uh, segregated competition. Yes, that's true. But what does any of this have to do with Babe Ruth? Hank Aaron held the career record. Roger Maris, who played in the 50s and 60s, held the single-season record. The real tell is to compare any of those guys to themselves, because all three of them had established lengthy statistical histories before they began taking steroids and other PEDs. And they exceeded their already established past levels, not by small amounts, but exponentially. And that tells you all you need to know. It's a brilliant, brilliant dissertation, isn't it? Like, man, that was a lot better way of saying what I've said for months. You know, that's, that's a, um, 
That's a that's a that's a long, lengthy dissertation, if you will. And he's right. It's a brilliant way to look at it. Everybody knows those guys were juicers. Um, shame on Rob Manfred for the cop out crap he's been doing, right? Where hey, the record books say what the record books said. Like, look, if we're going to go by the record book, if that's a legitimate record in your mind, and in baseball's mind, then, and again, I'm going to credit Jason Stewart. Why isn't Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa in the Hall of Fame? Because we all knew they were using steroids, right? Okay, so if we're holding that against them, why can't we hold it against them on the home run record, which was which was taken in illicit terms? Like, I, Costas was brilliant. That's why he's great at it. And... um I, I wish I could add more, but yes, that, that's what I was thinking when he was talking. This is Colin Cowherd talking about the Warriors and Draymond Green. Pro athletes often thrive in environments like this. Football coaches and basketball coaches. They don't want altercations all the time, but they want teams that are tough mentally and tough physically. And how do you get that way? How do you get that way? Tough practices. Pushing, shoving, and occasional fights. So this altercation can be two things. I know, I know social media won't allow it, but it's two things. It's not that rare, and it's not that outrageous, and you don't need to call police. This happens a lot. And this is a little uglier than they'd prefer, and an older, veteran, expensive player passed his prime Draymond and an emerging, ascending young player who's in the future plans, they want to protect him too. Now, the Warriors do a very good job at fixing things. They fix the Kevin Durant left thing quite well. They fix being down to the Celtics quite well. Sometimes Draymond Draymond creates those, and sometimes he has solved those. So things can be two things at once. Not nearly as rare as you think. And the kind of thing, a veteran attacking an ascending young player that can tear at the fabric of your culture, which is the best in the league. Um, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of truth to what Colin's saying. The, the, the part I would disagree with is the part of it happens all the time. And let's also not allow, let's not blame social media. Okay, let, let's not, shall we? Let, let's not blame TMZ or whoever sold the video. The video being out really helped us. It gave us a much clearer perspective that this was not a fight in practice. This was not two dudes jawing back and forth, pushing, pushing, pushing. Somebody takes a swing. It's not what this was. This was, by, by the way, this was the definition of assault. I mean, unprovoked, just punching a dude. And you go, like, oh, he, he was provoked. He got pushed. Uh, let me go stand over you. Let me be a couple inches taller than you way more than you and stand over you and breathe on top of you and, and run my mouth to you. Are you not going to push me away? So that argument goes out the window. This style of fight does not happen often. It was more of an attack than anything else. And while it can be good, um, the way it's handled, the way their relationship I don't know if you want to say evolves from this point. All of those things are paramount because it doesn't necessarily help you get tougher. It doesn't because while it may help you, I mean, Jordan Poole can clearly take a punch. He's got no black eye, no bruising or whatever. And I feel like Draymond's going to be Draymond, but can Draymond be 
full Draymond with this hanging over him. Can Jordan Poole trust his teammate? How do the rest of the guys react around Draymond? How do they react around? Are they are they being a little bit soft around Jordan Poole? Like how are they around each other? Like this can actually upset the old apple cart, not make them any sort of tougher. Then there's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox. They said this about Washington's quarterback situation. There has always been a quarterback's controversy in D.C. Like that's like the running theme in D.C. media is there's always going to be some type of quarterback controversy. You think they miss Kirk Cousins now? Gosh, uh, can you imagine, by the way? He was the they last. They were going in the right direction. He was the last stable quarterback they had. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you can say what you want about his time in Minnesota so far, but that's what he's provided. He's, he's stability. He's stability. Yeah. You can say whatever you want about his primetime performances. It's hard to overlook that. But if he's playing at 1 o'clock, 12 Central, that dude is balling. On Sunday, <laughs> like, he was started at 17 for 17 on Sunday against the Bears. Yeah. Him and Justin first Jefferson half, right? a, a completely knifed them up the entire first half. Like, Kirk Cousins, that he's, he's played really good football, man. And he was most you like cons- it. most consistent quarterback you, you like Washington it. had. You, you like it. Fourth round pick. <laughs> is, that, is that the you like that? Is that what yeah. you're doing? Yeah, you, yeah, like, you like that. You like, you like that. Yeah. That was like a big thing. Like, that was the thing in D.C. I lived through that. Um, honestly, if you look back, yes, Kirk Cousins was stable. Who'd they trade for after Kirk Cousins left? Alex Smith. Who's the picture of stability? Problem was, you know, he had 17 surgeries and a knee that was injured when he was playing for the then Washington Redskins. It really is fascinating on how much they've struggled in D.C., to find their next superstar quarterback. And that's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, this is In the Bonus, the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now it's time for... And now, it's your annoying. Okay, uh, Ramos, you have a your annoying go. Oh, it's definitely uh, Padres fans after Gabe Wood of the NLDS. Uh, I, I don't understand how you can say stuff like, well, you know, if we just, you know, after the fourth inning, you gave up no runs and the Dodgers got nobody on base. But it was 5 nothing. The game, Most of the time when it's 5 nothing, the game is over at that point. You scored three runs. You lost. I, I, I don't understand. So what, what, who's annoying? Padre fans are annoying? Right, because they're trying to figure out, like, they're trying to, like, one guy said, if we could get to game five, game five, you got to get through game two. And three before you, you're already jumping to game five. I mean, I don't understand. I don't see how it's to me, it's illogical. It's illogical to look at a season series and then look at what happened last night and go, okay, well, you know what? We got him right where we want him. You don't. You don't have him right where you want him. You, you, what you had was a team that lost another game, another game to a team that they've been losing to consistently during the season. And there's nothing changed. It was the same record played over again last night. To me, 
Um, okay, so when they get a runner aboard in the bottom of the ninth inning and you have a guy who's never closed a postseason game on the bump trying to close out the Padres, um, going up against uh, you know Manny Machado, um, going up against others, you, you felt fully comp. There was, there was no thought there that, oh, oh boy, this is interesting. No, yes, I felt fully confident that the Dodgers bullpen, who has been consistently better this year than they have in the past, uh, would would do fine. I, I felt more confident than if they put Greg Kimbrell out there. I can tell you that. Okay, how about this one? I have a you're annoying. Um, the the fake is it Lauren Shahidi? Is that uh, Lauren Shahidi? from the MLB Network? Yes. Yeah. Where she had to do a promo and pretend like there were really dragons at Yankee Stadium for uh, what's that HBO Max show? And then all of a sudden the the dragon was CGI. House of in. Dragons. House of Dragons. Yeah, we have that sound. Now, you know, big sellout crowd here, but we weren't 100% sure this game was going to be played tonight. And for more, and it's shocking, here's Lauren Shahadi. Guys, thank you so much. Wild stuff. Here's what we know. Apparently, one of the stars of HBO's House of the Dragon has decided to take in a ball game here in the Bronx. Officials are hopeful that the Dragon won't breathe fire during game play, but we'll see if he complies. By the way, House of the Dragon is streaming on HBO Max if you want to check it out. Back to you. I mean, for a second there, I thought there were really dragons in New York. (laughs) Yeah, for those who didn't see it. The, there was a, a dragon superimposed into her shot as oh, if boy. it was approaching her about to breathe fire on her mm. in the middle of a baseball game. Mm. I mean, look, they could have had the Walking Dead and just, you know, zombies walking across the... Is walk, Walking Dead still going on? I don't even know. It is. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it was forced. It, I mean, Lauren, she's just doing her job. And the same... And I would actually credit Costas. You know, they're just trying to sell it. Like, hey, really sell it early... <laughs> But what, man, that's a wouldn't it make more sense though if it was on TBS, right? That game was on TBS. Yeah, yep. Wouldn't it make more sense if TBS was the home of Game of Thrones? Like, yeah, there's always weird stuff with when you buy uh, to a, a different network, right? Yeah, it, that's always a weird one to me when you promote a different network. But <laughs> it just shows that people in sales are like they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Just sell it. You and, know, this is on our competitor, right? I don't know. I mean, like, like the, the we, we the, hit our number. The animated dragon, I think, might play to the children watching. Like, that's cool. But there is nothing that is more uh, unchild-friendly than House of Dragons. Like, it pushes the envelope. Sexuality and, you know, just edgy and violence. And for all those reasons, it's great. But it's not a kid's show. So I'm not sure who you're appealing to by having a cartoon dragon come up on Lauren Shahidi there. Um, very, very strange. Very, very strange. Um, all right. Uh, you have a, you, uh, you have one that you'd like to, um, offer up as a possible you're annoying. Yeah. So at the, um, I guess at the risk of being misogynistic, I'm going to say that if you were offended by what Troy Aikman said on Sunday, you're annoying. Um, Troy Aikman, if we have not heard in the middle of the game on Sunday to his credit was talking about the um the roughing the passer calls and he said to joe buck on on live television my hope is the competition committee looks at this during the set of meetings and you know we take our dresses off um that caused quite a stir on twitter so a bunch of blue check mark people weighed in 
and wanted to cancel Troy Aikman almost immediately. Maybe the uh, the best example of a woke journalist is this guy named Chuck Modi. Chuck Modi. He's got like 40,000 followers. He calls himself a justice journalist. He says, uh, Troy Aikman really needs to find a non-misogynistic way to critique the call besides take, take the dresses off. And I say this as someone who heard this misogyny normalized by coaches and as, as a kid and even participated myself way past time to end such sports talk. Um, I guarantee Chuck Motti is not offended. I guarantee he isn't. I think there's a segment of people out there looking to cancel people for saying something borderline misogynistic, racist, uh, sexist, and they love it and they use their platform to do it. But I don't think they're genuinely offended. So I guess that's that's where the annoyance comes in. The, the backlash that Troy Aikman has gotten, and to his credit, Aikman has not given in to the mob. It's been 72 hours, and he has not done your perfunctory... Uh, um, Apology. I apologize to those who I offended, which is to his credit, because you know he's been asked, probably, and he hasn't. So anyways, that's my, uh, you're annoying for the day, people who are acting offended at what Troy said on Sunday. I, I, lo- I love some of these replies. I'm looking at that tweet. G Money says, take the dress off, buddy. Perfect. Uh, Is that the G, the G Money, the, the rap artist? No, some guy, Dan Lynn, said there's no outrage on us at all. He said exactly what most of us are thinking. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, Carsley Golf says, lighten up, Francis, the woke police. Right? Um, Nick says, are you saying men can't wear dresses? Uh, Will, Will McNeil, man up. Uh Kevin says not everything has to be an outrage. Um, and then Jen says that wasn't that bad. LOL viewpoint of a dress wear. So perfect. Yeah, that one is perfect. I think. So by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, I'm glad that this. I want one last thing. I'm glad this is swung around to uh, reasonable and rational because if Chuck Motti would have tweeted that two years ago today. In October of 2020, he would have been applauded. There would have been no negative comments on his Twitter because people would have been afraid they were going to get fired or what have you. Um, I'm glad we're starting to get a little bit more reasonable and have common sense in our society. Uh, Yeah, I think those people still exist. I do. No doubt. Yeah. But hopefully fewer. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to rule on this one. Uh, I'm going to rule the most annoying of the de- person of the day is I, I have to go with the, the district attorney from Kansas City. I just have to. What are you doing? Two people walked into each other. They're both fine. We move on. What are you doing? You're annoying. But I agree with. Both of your, I, I, I can't really agree with Ramos's take on like the. <laughs> just, I'll just, uh, Ramos, let me, can I give you some? Well, you just have pers- to listen. To, if you just listen to the people. No, no, I, I got it. I'm it sure makes they're annoying. no but sense. But so are Dodger fans. You guys are fucking annoying as shit, too. <laughs> oh, this season is a waste if we don't win a World Series. Like, dude, it's really hard to win a World Series. Wait, wait a minute. That's are, my take. You're, I know. You're, you're annoying. Me, you're calling you're me annoying? annoying shit. You guys are annoying. Oh, like, the come whole on, thing Doug. Is, it's annoying. Like, dude, just. 
Watch the games. Appreciate the games. If there's something you want to question about Dave Roberts, the, like last year, like legit questions, reason to be upset. But I just the, I mean, even even Ramos, the arrogance of like we own you, you do. But it was five three last night, and me to the lineup coming up for the Padres, and you didn't know what that dude was going to do. Neither did I. And oh yeah, by the way. He left a couple up in the zone there late, even with a runner in first base. You're like, ooh, yeah, I don't know. So um, we can sit here and act like the Dodgers just whooped their ass and it wasn't even, but there was a runner on first base with, I think, one out. Uh, one out last night in Dodger Stadium. And you got a guy who's never closed a postseason game out of any at all uh, up on the bump. That was, that was at well, least interesting. You heard it here first, dog, but there's a whooping coming. Oh, I'll tell you that right now. So there you go. The, heed those words. And and by and for the record, uh, I don't share John's optimism. By the way, so John and I are big Dodger fans that go at it a different way. I'm glass half empty. I was nervous in the ninth last night. I was nervous in the seventh when Evan Phillips put a couple runners on and Will Myers hits a freaking bullet right into Kevin Lux's glove for a double play. Um, stuff like that. I think we got lucky last night. Started out great, did not end well. Uh, oh, I have a really, I have a good DM. Can I share with you another fun DM or should I save this for the, for the, uh, for, for something else? Oh, please share DMs. Okay. John Hart, tell me you're liberal, you're liberal without being, without telling me you're liberal. Fox is a disgrace for having you on their platform. Your take on Adams is incomprehensible. If it was another star player of a different race, you'd be calling for his head. You're the Don Lemon of uh, Fox Sports. It was a police officer, a security guard. Do you think he would have pushed him? no. He pushed him because he's a bitch like you. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Devontae saw him and he was just being a baboon. Okay, first of all, wait. So I'm I'm so used to being called a racist. Am I I'm the opposite now? <laughs> I was going to say, you should pair that guy with the guy last week who called you a racist for the Lamar Jackson thing. And they could just talk about whatever you are. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, and the video that I showed clearly it didn't push. Like, what are we ta- What is the matter with you? I, I, this is where LeBron was right a long time ago and it didn't go over well or whatever, where he's like, you say stuff to me and you go back to your miserable life. And I go back to being LeBron James. And that's how I feel about John. Hey, John Hart. Um, your Twitter handle is at J H H A R T 87. You're a fucking loser. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. I'm me. I call it exactly like I see it. I saw it on video and I'm I'm tired of being called either uh, some name that I'm not. So if you'd like my address, come see me. But here's the deal. Like, dude, you got to learn how to control yourself. And somebody who you disagree with is not always either a race baiter or a racist. They just have a different opinion than you, buddy. That's it. Okay, it's time for our pick of the day. Pick of the day. Um... Ramos had said there's a whooping coming. I kind of think he's right. And I don't think he's right about where the who the whooping is coming from. Now, Clayton Kershaw uh, recently has been very good. You know, uh, the only game, you know, he had that Cardinals game. He gave up, I think, seven hits and two earned runs. But he's been back kind of dealing a little bit, really. Um, postseason baseball, a little bit different. Now, obviously, he's going against the Padres, a team that they've owned. And then you have you Darvish. And here's my thing on you Darvish. Obviously, he wasn't good as a Dodger. And everyone will say, like, 
man, he's got to have been waiting for this game forever. Great. I don't think you Darvish is going to be good under this type of pressure. You know, when you try and stick it to the man, if you will. And I think Kershaw, though he'll give up some runs, generally will get out unscathed. I'm not going to pick a winner in this deal. I mean, I think the Dodgers win the game. So if you wanted to do a uh, same game stepped up parlay on, on DraftKings, you can, you can do it. I just think it's going to be over the seven run over under mark, right? So four to three would be seven runs. I think it'll be greater than that because I think you'll definitely, you'll get into both bullpens. I think both will give up runs. And I think there's a lot of pressure on Darvish because he wants to prove he's a lot better than he pitched when he pitched for the Dodgers. I'm going to take the over in the Dodgers Padres game. In the bonus, my thanks to you for listening to Jay Stu, to John Ramos. And remember, every day at this time, you just flip over from the radio show, click on it. It's clearly uncensored, unfiltered. It's the rawest, most organic sports talk you're going to hear. It's in the bonus in the Doug Gottlieb Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.